Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome. Today is Thursday. It is December 29th, 2022. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup. Yeah, it's very warm. I want to say good morning to Mark and Dennis and Brian and all the rest of you, whether you're out there listening because you're doing something else or you're watching attentively because this is how you start your day or I guess those are really probably the two options aren't they and you could be doing that now or sometime in the future and it doesn't matter to me when or how I'm just happy that you're here good morning Andy how was Wednesday for you uh I know for at least and he says, awesome sweatshirt. Thank you. I know for at least one of you, yesterday was a challenging day. Um, my thoughts to you and your family. I had a good day. Signed a new client. Not a martial arts school, but that's okay. Uh, I enjoy working with all sorts of businesses. But somebody did make an introduction to me for a martial arts school. That, according to them, they could really use my help. So we will see. We'll see if I can get that one over the goal line because I love working with martial arts schools. The the I, it is so fun to get on a call with these schools and they say, Jeremy, in, in the last week we've had more signups than we've ever had, or more interest, or more inquiry calls, more whatever. I just I love that. They tend to give me a little bit too much credit because my my job really is to help them do the things that they need to do. But the fact is they're appreciative and it's working and I love doing it. Who else is here? Good morning, Dennis. Whoa. Dennis says that Twitch is behind Facebook today. It's crazy. Good morning, Jenny. That's interesting. Huh. I wonder why. I do see we're dropping some frames here on my end. I ordered a new wireless network set up. Um, not thrilled with this one. It should be better than it is. And it frustrates me. So I ordered a new one. We will see. We'll see if it helps. If it doesn't help, then I'll go back to the drawing board on something else. So um, what else happened yesterday? I went to the gym. Um, oh, power went out. So the power went out 841, I think it was. I was in the shower. I had this whole day planned, all this stuff that I needed to do. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And I was in the shower. And see, one of the things about living off city water or something uh, is that if I hadn't had the light on in the bathroom, I wouldn't have known. Because there's enough pressure in the tank and the hot water is already hot that you wouldn't know for a little while. 
I had music going, but it was on a Bluetooth speaker off my phone. So I'm standing there and I'm showering and just get dark. And I look out and I go, pretty sure I had the light on. And then I noticed the rest of the house was really quiet. You know, all that all that little noise in the background, just not there. Like, oh, apparently we're out of power again. So got out, dried off. If you follow me on, on my personal social media, you saw the comment I made. Fortunately, I didn't have soap in my hair. And just started to move batteries around and do the thing I've done for the third time in just over a week. But this was the longest power outage. I, I was able to conduct my calls as I needed to with a steady beeping in the background. And then I ran out of electricity in the batteries. So tried to go to the local coffee shop, which was swarmed, probably because there are plenty of other people without power. So I just kept driving and I drove to Burlington. I went to Panera and sat down and got going on some stuff ordered some food ordered uh, uh they have like think about all the best toppings on nachos they have a bowl that's basically that it's really good and i ordered that and I, i'm going through and going through and i pick up a piece and i'm like that's chicken it's a vegetarian bowl i don't eat chicken so i brought it up to them and i was like hey does this look like chicken to you and they're like yeah we'll give you your money back which I appreciate it, but it was still a bummer because I was really hungry and I had only gotten like a third of the way through it. I don't think I ate any chicken. And if I had, it's not the end of the world. I just, you know, it's not what I eat. But I got a bunch of my work done, went to the gym, came home, got another week's worth of emails queued up for the 30 day challenge, did a bunch of email and client work. Man, I just, I, I went crazy. It was a crazy day at work. But I was very proud of the work that I turned out. And I'm seeing more and more people signing up for the 30-day challenge. I'm seeing some of you post that graphic that you've accepted the challenge. Thank you for that. Uh, some of you have probably started seeing ads. We put ads up on it. Not a ton of money, but I want to get people doing this. I think this is going to work for people. And I'm excited about that. I've always said our best stuff is free. So I'm just going to keep going with our best stuff for free and hope that it gets some people to stick around and buy something. I missed this when he posted. And he says, you have no hair. It's an emoji of a bald guy. It's true. It's very true. Uh, in fact, I have a relatively new shaver for bald men. And well, I suppose it could be for bald anyone. And uh, I've started using it in the shower. It's, it, it's funny looking. It's, it's a weird looking thing. It's a shaver. I'm in a goofy mood. Uh... So today, let me tell you about today. Today, being Thursday, it's just packed meetings. One, two, three, four. Six. I don't know. Six meetings, something like that. Uh, and then we'll be joining some friends this evening for a well, it's what they called it a pizza party. Cool. I like pizza. Now it is Thursday, so that does mean we have an episode of Martial Arts Radio, which is why I'm using my Martial Arts Radio mug. Uh, and let me double check which episode it is. Oh, come on. 
Come on, get out of my way. Do, do you all argue with your phone in the way that I do? No, I don't want YouTube TV. You keep trying to get me to get it, and I keep not wanting it. Uh, and then we go there, and then we go here. And then we go here. All right. Episode 775, Everyday Tools for Martial Artists. So this was Andrew and I. Uh, pardon me as I dig junk out of my eye. I'm aware that I do that on the show, and maybe some of you don't find that um, polite. But you know what? Deal with it. It's not my nose. <laughs> Could be my nose. I would never do that. But All right. Everyday Tools for Martial Artists. Andrew and I did an episode we recorded, I think it was last week. And it's a little bit of a spin on the whole, you know, what knife do you carry, everyday carry, EDC sort of thing. And if you've caught any of the episodes where I talk about flashlight and carrying a flashlight, the importance of carrying a flashlight, which, by the way, somehow over the weekend, I broke the button off the end cap of my little flashlight. So I ordered two more. They're only 20 bucks a pop, but it's annoying. The fourth and fifth ones I've bought this year. but as important as they are. So flashlights in the mix, there are some other things that we talk about in the mix, things that I think are really important, things that Andrew thinks are really important. Some of them you carry already, you don't even realize it, but we talk about self-defense, less is about protecting from violence and more, how do I keep myself safe? Those are not the same thing. If there's no violence going on, what are you doing to protect yourself? Plenty of things. Those are the things that are more important because the likelihood that you are going to engage in a violent situation is far lower than many, many other things that might, if you, if you don't uh, handle them properly, you may not be safe. For example, not that we talk about this because it wasn't within the context of the show, but what if I had not had a wood stove to keep my house warm? What if I had not had the batteries to do my job? There are plenty of things that I have available to me that keep me safe. Safety isn't just a seconds long question. Safety is a perpetual question. Am I safe in this moment? Am I expecting to be safe in the next minute, 10 minutes, 100 minutes, year? Obviously, the further out you get, the less certain it becomes, but it doesn't mean it's not a good question to ask. So if you find that sort of conversation interesting, and I suspect you do if you're here for First Cup, you can head on over to YouTube and you can watch it or you can listen to it in the podcast. Oh, good morning, Gad. So that's what's going on with Martial Arts Radio. I have not done my update for the family page this week. I'm all thrown off. Oh, while, I, while I'm thinking about it, there is almost definitely not going to be a show for Monday. It's January 2nd. I am celebrating New Year's Eve with friends, which means being up until at least midnight. And I'm going to want to sleep to catch up, because I'm sure I'm not going to get a ton of sleep. I want to catch up so I don't spoil the rest of the week. Now, I love you all. And if it was just about me, that'd be one thing. But I have a feeling a bunch of you are taking Monday the 2nd off. A bunch of you are staying up late for New Year's Eve. And this show would probably be a bit of a ghost town. 
So when we put those two things together, we will probably not have a show. I say probably because I may change my mind. I may wake up because I wake up at the same time pretty much every day and go, you know what? I'll do a show. Or maybe I do a show later that day. I don't know. But I just want to let you all know ahead of time. I'll try to remind you tomorrow as well. So there we are. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? Uh, Frank and I had a conversation yesterday, and I think we worked through a solution for the work that he does. The, the service that we use to make those graphics, the, the red background, something was getting grumpy with it and it wasn't working right. And I think we figured it out. But what it means is um, I don't have anything for you from Frank today. That's that's not on him. That's on me because I wanted us to figure out what we were going to do. And now I have junk in my eye. It's probably an eyelash. It's hard to focus on talking to you while I'm removing an eyelash from my eye or whatever else it may be. So that means we've got to figure out what we're talking about together. If anybody has any ideas, drop them in the chat. I don't usually ask you for that. So you may not be prepared. You may not have anything. But I'll give you about a minute to see if there's something that somebody out there is saying, oh, we really should talk about this. I want to see that. Uh, otherwise, I will come up with something myself. What am I watching? Uh, nothing, nothing in particular for... Um, the show Wednesday was amazing. I signed up for Hulu again because Letterkenny came out on the 26th. It was the worst season of Letterkenny they've done, which really makes me sad because it's such a remarkable show. And I think I laughed once in all six episodes. I don't know. I, I have a feeling that they... That the, the writing just wasn't inspired. The acting is solid. Like all the, everything else about that show is solid, but the writing is what makes it, and the writing is not very good this time. Maybe I'm just spoiled because the rest of it has been so good. Um, if any of you follow such things, there is a show coming next month that I have been looking forward to for well over a year, uh, probably a year and a half, two years since it was announced. The Last of Us on HBO, based on the video game that I have put many, many hours into, the best video game of all time. Uh, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey are the stars. You may know Pedro Pascal from Mandalorian. You may also know him from Narcos on Netflix. You may know Bella Ramsey as the very young very annoying queen from Game of Thrones. Like she was like 11 sitting on the throne and you're like, how is this girl this loud and obnoxious at this age? Her. So the two of them, and they've got some other people coming in that um, I'm not thinking of right now, but those two, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be an incredible show. I'm super pumped. <laughs> Regarding New Year's Eve, Gad says, it's going to be a war zone here. Lots of Dutch love to set off heavy ordnance during the New Year's celebrations for many hours. So no sleep. Also need at least two days to recover. Uh, and he says, what's the video game? It's called The Last of Us. Uh, the original came out on the PS3. 
They remade it for the PS4. They've also remade it again for the PS5, which if you know anything about video games, that says something about how beloved that game is. It is, to many people, myself included, the best video game of all time. They did a second one called The Last of Us Part Two. Um, still an exceptional game, not as good as the first one. Gad agrees with me. The Last of Us 1 and 2 are the best games ever. True that. Hope the show follows a bit of a different storyline than the game. Otherwise, it will be a bit tedious. It is. That is, that is. Everything I'm reading is saying that they are using it as a foundation for the universe and for the characters, and the stories are going to play out a little bit differently. There, there are plenty of things that they can't do quite the same. Uh, I There are trailers out. If you watch them, if you've seen the games, if you played the games, the way that they have done the clickers is probably going to haunt me uh one of the types of zombies in this game and the rumor when they launched the show so if, if i assume most of you saw game of thrones or at least are aware of it game of thrones was roughly a hundred million dollars an episode when the, they first started talking about rumors on this show there was a pretty solid rumor that the budget for this was higher per episode which gives them tons of opportunity to make the scenes and the characters real. They don't have to worry about CGI for dragons. So it's it's going to be incredible. I'm pumped. Kelly says, as a non-video gamer, I feel so left out. Well, um, if you like good stories, that's what makes these two games so incredible is the story. Whether or not you play the game. This is the type of game that... Uh, a non-gamer could watch and still find some enjoyment. What makes it a compelling game is that it immerses you. Kat says, those games are just worth the buy of a PS4. I would agree. So Jenny says, Matt, had, her husband, had a great open floor training session at his school last night. Great turnout, but his favorite part was the conversations he had with the senior belts. He really connected with them, and he saw it change the way they trained in a positive way. That's awesome. I would love to know more. And in fact, I think I owe your husband an email. Black tea, chocolate, monk fruit, and cream this morning. Ah, I wasn't sure if this was public. I'm glad you were saying so, Jenny. For those who may not know, Matt is taking over the school. So students were asking questions about, about what was happening. It became a great conversation about why Matt is making curriculum changes and why he chose the specific movements that became his new forms, etc. The students were all on board after the conversation. I love it. And it says, Jeremy introduced me to The Last of Us. It truly is epic. It's It really is the best, the best word for it. There are, I don't know if I said this on the show. I said this to someone recently. There's a point in the game that is regarded as being one of the most terrifying moments in video games. I'm at that point. It's been sitting for months. I know what's going to happen. It's my third time playing the game. I'm still terrified to go in. <laughs> so I'm playing something else right now. I don't play often. Most of my playing, game playing, I'll, if I need a distraction, I'll pick up the Switch and play a round of Mario Kart. That's it. I, am, I, I love video games, but it's not something that I spend a lot of time with because as much as I enjoy it, it... Um, It's not a priority. Kelly, Andy, 
saying congratulations to Matt. Chris says, me too. I'm a cart addict. And if anybody notices, if you look really closely at Chris's Facebook profile picture, that's a whistle kick hat. It's an early whistle kick hat. Gad says he gave his copies away. Now I want to buy them again and replay them, as you should. I considered buying a PS5 just to play the updated version of the first one. But uh, PS5s are very expensive, and my desire to play the first one is not that great. At least not in the new version. Um, all right, so nobody really supplied much of a topic. So I'm going to pick something from what from what you all, he said, Chris says he wears his hat very often. Awesome. Thank you. I'm going to pull a topic from something you all brought up, and I'm curious of your thoughts. So Jenny brought up Matt taking over the martial arts school he's been teaching at, his school now. So he's making changes to the curriculum. Now, curriculum is a, is a concept that not all of us have because there are martial arts schools where yeah, there are, here are the things that you kind of have to know, but once you get beyond the first few ranks, it just becomes, there's so much and it's kind of fluid. Maybe it's, maybe it's not codified. Maybe it's not written down strongly or, or, or definitively. That's a better word. And that's kind of the school I grew up in. We were constantly, oh, could you move your body in this way? Can you move? Oh, what about this? I remember one of my instructors. This was a karate school. And let's see if I can demonstrate it at this angle. Uh, he was training with someone and came back and and learned about what, I don't know if this is the proper terminology. I don't know an English version of this, but he called it fairy uki. So a, a low block, right? We're here. This was elbow above hand, and you would block across. And the idea was it would be for a kick. So if you're sparring, and for a lot of us, we've got that backhand up that low hand down, instead of having to palm across if a kick's coming here, you would use the top of your forearm and parry it over. And I remember when Sensei John learned that kick, or sorry, that block, and he loved it. It just became everything he did. If you kicked at him, bam, he was very ookying. He had a huge, he had huge forearms, probably why. Was that part of our formal curriculum? No. Did we have a formal curriculum? Mm, mm, not so much. Have you been through a change in curriculum? And how did it feel? The closest I've experienced was adjustments to forms and how they're being done. All right, we just trained with the, the, the head peoples. We've been doing this wrong. This is this and this is that. And so we would spend some time adjusting those forms. But because I've not been through it, I can only speculate as to what it what it's like. Oh, well, we don't do this movement anymore. We do do this movement. This movement's now required for this rank. This movement we hold back until this rank. What have your experiences been? And I'm curious as much for my own personal reasons. Uh, Gatsa sounds like an inverted Gadambarai. Yes. Yeah, very, very much so. But it's really more of a parry than a block. You know, downward block generally has that elbow bend, whereas this movement, and I've had somebody else call it something else when I showed it to them. They said, oh, that's more of a this. And I was like, oh, my knowledge of Japanese is not strong. Uh, 
to those of you who don't know Japanese, Gadamurai is considered downward block or downward parry. I believe that it's more properly parry than block. I have concepts in my head for a very simple martial arts curriculum, probably closer to karate style than anything else. And I would like to implement it, but you know, I was driving home last night from the gym and I was thinking, you know, look at a week like this, like this week where I've had stuff almost every evening. I wouldn't be able to have that at a school. I want to run a school, but I don't want to teach all the classes. That's the challenge for me. We'll figure it out one day. So nobody, nobody is really chiming in on curriculum, and that's okay. That's okay. I know a lot of you keep this going in the background while you're getting ready for your day. And just the fact that you do that is an honor to me. Thank you. So we will start to wind down here. One more episode of First Cup in 2022. And it's a Friday episode. Hmm. We will see what kind of jokes Frank has for us. Jenny says, for me, I started training just in time to see the development of our one-step kicks. We have a core base of 10 that all schools in our association teach. Instructors can teach others in addition to those, but we all have the same base 10. Otherwise, most changes were subtle adjustments to forms. Kelly says, I don't have a curriculum beyond what forms are required for new rank. And I think that's kind of common. You've got to know these forms for this rank, because if you learn those forms, there are techniques you're going to learn. Those are the techniques that are important for that rank. Kind of makes sense. It's an easy way of codifying all the things we want you to know for that rank. Reason number 417, why forms are a good idea. Just saying. <laughs> forms are stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> I don't mind if people don't do forms. I don't like when people trash forms. A whole difference there. Uh, Mark, I think you got a typo there, and because of it, I'm missing it. I think what he's saying here changes really don't have to be changed if you dig deeper and deeper into what you have. And and to me, if if what he's saying is what I'm understanding, I agree. The further you get into a form, the more you see that that form is a structure. It is not, and I, I, don't, I don't like when forms become so detail-focused that nobody can see the forest for the trees, that they can't see the big picture. I actually, part of my theory on this actually started when I trained Taekwondo. I, coming in, learning a whole bunch of forms at once because my instructor wanted me to test for black belt, after a few years, he's like, it's time. Okay. So I got to learn all these forms. Part of that, I think I'd learned like three of them in two years. But as I learned them, I realized, wait, this form is about hip movement. This form is about generating power in this way. This form is about this sort of balance. And there were themes. I don't know if they were put there intentionally, but I started to see the themes. And those themes became the focus of how I would work that form. And you can pull that kind of a concept and apply it to just about anything. All right, Mark says that's what he meant. 
Jenny says, Matt just got home from work. If I, if you have any questions for him, I, I would love to see a kind of a side-by-side -side before and after on the major changes. I know some of the forms are changes changed and, and Matt was kind enough to uh, seek my feedback on some of those forms. He sent me a couple of the new forms as he was working on them and very interesting. You know, they don't, they don't look weird. They look like the type of forms you would expect to see, but they're rooted in his concepts and his techniques and what he wants to teach and how, and I think that's awesome. Gad says, not doing or teaching forms is like your driving instructor handing you the keys on the first day and saying, have a try. Uh, that's kind of how we do it in the U.S., actually. It's a bunch of classroom stuff, and then you get in the car, and they're like, all right, get in the car. I was so terrified. Then it says, curriculum is important in martial arts to have some objective measure of your student's progress. There should be some basic requirements for each rank, techniques, kata, sparring, etc. But we as instructors shouldn't be shy to teach outside of the curriculum to meet the needs and abilities of each individual. Very well said. And as always, I appreciate Dennis's insights as someone who has taught for a very long time. Uh, I suspect, I mean, I don't know everyone that's here because not everyone comments, but I think Dennis has got the most teaching experience uh, in terms of years anyway. So his insights, I think, are valuable. And the fact that, uh, you know, I know Dennis changed what and how he taught quite a bit over the years. So bummer you're not going to be with us tomorrow, bud. There are a few of us uh, from Superfoot getting together to train tomorrow. I'm super excited about that. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Alrighty, uh, not to be confused with Jim Carrey saying that. I hope you have a phenomenal day. I hope to see you back here tomorrow for our final installment, our final first cup of 2022. And I hope you have a good day. Now, I would like to suggest that as you go through your day today, think about what in your life, if you think about the concept of curriculum, what is curriculum? It's the stuff you have to know, the stuff that is absolutely important for your path. We're talking about in the context of martial arts. But if you think most of you are going to go to work today, there are things that are part of your job description. And I use air quotes because I don't like that concept. But in, in this context, it makes sense. What are the things you have to know, the things you are doing that are part of your work curriculum? What are the things that aren't? What are the things in your personal life that are part of your curriculum as spouse or parents or child or friend? And what are the things that maybe are a little bit outside of that? Now, I'm not suggesting that if you are a dad, you can't do these other things with your children. But we all have lines that we draw. I think it's nice to know where those lines are. I'm just reading the comments, deciding if there's anything I want to pull in. Nope. So do that and see where that takes you. See if that gives you anything to think about. Um, remember, the best stuff from martial arts, you get to pull back into your day-to-day -day life. Uh, what else? 30-day challenge. 
We're getting dozens of signups every day. I'm super excited for it. It's going to be great. The thing I love the most about it is its simplicity. I'm fully expecting, here, and I'll, I'll share this with you, and then we will end. And hopefully this inspires, if, if you have not joined the challenge, that you will. And if you have not shared it, that you will. If you have not publicly said, I'm doing this, that you will consider doing so. There are going to be people who do the challenge and they just do it as is because they follow rules. Great. They're going to get awesome results. There are going to be people who do it and they look at the simplicity of it and they go, wait a second. I don't know. And they do it anyway because they trust me. And then there's the third group. And I suspect there may be a couple of you in here who are going to email me at some point, probably in the first or second week and go, really, Jeremy? Now, that may worry some of you. I'm not saying that because I want you to worry. It's not the same thing every day. But these are not complicated workouts. It's 10 minutes. The longest day is 10 minutes of work. That's it. Heads up for those of you who are instructors, there's so much stuff you're going to be able to pull from this for your classes. Enjoy. I've used by definition the word elegant, simple, and effective. This is an incredibly simple workout program. It is incredibly effective. I've spent enough time teaching and programming these workouts. I know what works. And I needed to make sure it worked for as many people as possible. And it does. If you think about that 1% better model across 30 days, what if you got half a percent better every day, a quarter percent? What happens over a month? Ends up being, by the time you compound the interest, it's like 10, 12% better. Hey, Google. What's 0.25 percent interest? Definition of five, uh, equivalent to the sum of two and three, one more than four, or half of ten. I don't need the five. definition of five. Hey Google, what's a quarter percent interest compounded thirty times? On the website bankbazaar.com, they say the interest is compounded every quarter, which means four times in a year. It's not giving the me the math. Interest paid by the bank is five percent. To find out your nominal rate of interest, you need to divide five by 100, which equals yeah, I know. 0 .05. I, I'm not doing this in my head. More, look for the link in your Google Home Anyway, do it. Do the challenge. Have fun. Enjoy it. I've put in as many cool things for accountability and entertainment and motivation as I can. It's not just, here's a list of what to do. Right? I've, I've got a ton of stuff in there. And as you go through it, if you have feedback, if you have suggestions, I do want to hear them. I really do. If you say, this is dumb, I don't want to do it. I don't want to hear that. I'll say, you're dumb. I don't want to hear you. Probably not say that. And he says, Matt said he signed up for the 30 day because he needs a way to add more movement to help rehab his knee. And you know what? There's so much stuff in there. 
that is going to work. Mark said, my school is in. I love that. And he says, I'm signing up. 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes. All right, everybody. We went long. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. I hope to see you all tomorrow for our last episode of the year. I hope you have a fantastic day. Remember, the, the number one thing I want you to do right now, sign up for the 30-day challenge. If you've already done that, the number two thing I want you to do is tell people about it. In person, social media, tell your school, tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your dog, whatever, whomever. However, if there's a third thing you're willing to do, it's letting people know publicly. Take that challenge accepted graphic. There are three of them in the initial email that you receive and post that somewhere on social media because the more people see that other people are stepping up and saying, I'm going to do this, the more likely they are going to do it. And that makes it better for everyone because then there's accountability. The number one thing that stops people from reaching goals is accountability. If you feel like you don't have to get it done, you won't get it done. But if you know there are a bunch of people that you like and, and look up to doing the same thing and they know that you're doing it and you don't want to fail, there you go. There are even graphics that come out every day that you can post saying, you know, day one completed, day two completed. Yep. A lot of accountability built into this. Gad says he signed up. Jenny says, wake up, drink your water, do your 30-day challenge. Boom. Yes, it's hope it's beneficial for my knee too. Uh, the next program, which I'm hoping to have done by the end of when the challenge is over to give people yet another option, uh, we'll have more stuff about knee health because it's it's time. I've figured out some things for myself that I think a bunch of people will like. All right, I gotta go. I don't have to, but I'm going to. I love you all. Have a wonderful day. See you tomorrow. Be well. Take care. Cheers.